studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of talk, stuff to talk about this hour. That guy who uh, looks like he's going to be mayor of New York City, man, he laid down a marker yesterday, which I think is, um, if the Democratic Party listens to him, that's bad news for Republicans, too. He's on the right side of history, I'll tell you that. More on that in a okay. bit. Okay. Intriguing. <laughs> I am intrigued. Plus, the Centers for Disease and Rent Control have extended the <laughs> eviction uh, moratorium. Their yes. reasoning is tortured at best. A bunch of biologists decided what the best policy is for the world of uh, housing. Yes. A bunch of biologists. So yeah. that seems weird. Sure. Uh, this is We're not happy about this. Sean, we can say this with honesty. Joe and I were talking about this the other day. Every funny thing you've said this week, every insight you've brought to the show, we've thought, we're going to miss that when it's gone. This is Sean's last day. Yeah. As Sean has decided to leave us in our time of need, out of spite. Really, the country's time of need. Right. Exactly. Pettiness, spite. Pettiness yeah. and spite yeah. are really what's causing him to leave. <laughs> that and a job that pays more. And his, uh, <laughs> the breakup of his romance with Michelangelo. Oh, that's right. That was not for the air. I apologize. Um, so we had to come up with a good uh, send-off. Something we had some ideas. I do have a fantastic gift for him later in the show. That was, <laughs> was more money than I planned to spend, but it was worth it. The, the joy I'll see on your face is going to make you know, make the zeros count. I'm 30% worried you're going to hand me a live wolf. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a puppy, though. It's I got very you small. a wolf pup. <laughs> you might want to train it before it gets above, like, 20 pounds. Well, it's a wolf hybrid. It's, it's, it's half tiger. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jack's gift, which he... Uh, described to me is really quite spectacular, but uh, so we uh, we called in a number of favors. Uh, we know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who has access, and and we got this very very special uh, send off for Positive Sean. Well, Positive Sean finally quit the stupid Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong and Getty are the doing a big libertarian, and they didn't want to have. Positive Sean, you know, Positive Sean was somebody who was, you know, he was a pretty good producer, maybe. Maybe not a great producer, but he was a very bright guy, okay, just a fabulous, you know what, he did a fabulous job. But maybe he wasn't the brightest guy in the world. You know what, they say he's one of the smartest people that we've ever seen. We've never seen anybody so smart, quite like Positive Sean, but here he is, and he's... You know, he said, I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't want to do the Getty, and I don't want to do in terms of Armstrong or any of that <laughs> with regards to all of it. He said that he had enough, you know, and maybe he talks a little too much. It's a little too much talky-talk with Positive Sean. It ruins the show, but Positive Sean, God bless you, and I hope you have a wonderful time wherever the hell you're going. They say that I know Positive Sean. I don't know him. I've never met him before. But we think he's a wonderful person. We're looking into it very strongly. He's such a beautiful guy, and he's one of our closest friends. And we're looking into it, so we wish him well. I wish him well. Honestly, I wish him well. <laughs> oh, that kills me. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. Now, we're, we're going to do that every hour because uh, it's the only way we can get our money's worth. It's kind of expensive, but... Um, that, well, and we want everybody to hear it. So the video of him doing it is at armstrongandgetty.com. I haven't seen the video. I, I wouldn't watch it. I don't want to see the video because, uh, you know, seeing the voice coming out of a different person's head or whatever, 
You know, I said sometimes. But yeah. Do you yeah. want to not post the video? We could unpost the video. We could. Of course, people will screen capture it and send it around, and it'll cost us our careers. But that dude who does that, he, it's the best Trump by far that that I've ever heard anybody do. And I, I would like to talk to him about that, because he has got so many of the tiny little nuances of the way Trump's brain works when he's speaking extemporaneously. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. He's obviously worked at it, too. I don't, I don't, I did. they say I know him, I don't even know him, but he's a great guy. <laughs> He's <laughs> just crazy talented guy. It's not making him a lot of money, judging by the interior of his car. But judging no. by listening to him shutting or opening the door in the midst of him doing this. Yeah, I don't like what's going on. A... Very odd. Oh, that That's is a... so freaking good, though. That kills yeah. me. Oh, yeah, my gosh. we got to get you a copy to take with you so you yes. can play it for people whenever you want. Yes. I'm just, that's my resume going forward. I'm just <laughs> sending people that. Well, the video <laughs> you absolutely talking <laughs> too much of the talk. The the best part to me is the uh, <laughs> there's also the 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 Joe Getty and then also the uh, <laughs> that's funny. Is that enough of the Getty? Positive, Sean. You know, positive Sean was somebody who was you know he was a pretty good producer maybe. Maybe not a great producer, but he was a very bright guy, okay? Just a fabulous... You know what? He did a fabulous job. But maybe he wasn't the brightest guy in the world. You know what? They say he's one of the smartest people that we've ever seen. We've never seen anybody so smart, quite like Positive Sean. <laughs> I love it. Love it, love really it, love good. it. That is really good. So, so as mentioned... The, the Joe Getty right. and then also the Armstrong is the classic... How many million times has he done that? Pre before he was president, he shows up at the opening of something or the finale of something, and he has to like you know in the middle. This is a great event. This is a grant the uh, the uh, the heart disease. It's a, in know, terms of the American heart, because he has to and be the association. Be reminded looking at a card or something of what he's talking about or where he is. Right. You know, he said, I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't want to do the Getty, and I don't want to do in terms of Armstrong or any of that <laughs> with regards to all of it. He said that he had enough, you know, and maybe he talks a little too much. It's a little too much talky talk with Positive Sean. It ruins the show. <laughs> but he's a great guy. <laughs> that always going back and forth between. Maybe the am, brightest, not am, too bright. Am I being insulted or complimented? I can't. A little of both. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. All right. Are we ready? Yes. <laughs> Are we ready to move on? Yes. So a bunch of disease experts have decided you uh, can't kick out your crackhead uh, tenant who's running a whorehouse out of your living room uh, because of the COVID or something. There's, there's specific reasoning to extend the eviction moratorium another month, another 30 days, was that, well, if people are in high-density situations like a shelter, they might spread the COVID. In other words, we are denying people their property rights, their sacred constitutional property rights, for another 30 days based on the imaginary case where somebody who's refused to get the vaccine or what have you is about to get evicted and will end up in a shelter with other people who are unvaccinated and give each other the Chinese bat fever. So it's pretty surprising when this ruling came down uh, from the CDC to extend the moratorium on uh, evictions. And because there had been, a, I thought there were some pretty strong challenges that had been launched, geez, months and months ago as to whether or not the CDC has the power to uh, stop landlords from evicting people who haven't paid their rent. Does the CDC have that kind of power? And how freaking long does it last? But they're extending it until the end of the month. Is that right? Yeah, and once 30 again, more days. you got biologists making huge economic decisions for the country. 
Right. Well, yes, although they're being directed by the politicians who are trying to justify enormous rent bailouts and aid and that sort of thing. So it's one of those creating a crisis and then solving it by, you know, more expenditures, but, more power to the government. But it's such a blanket ruling for this country where I, I, I was texting with people uh, in Kansas over the week, uh, a couple of days ago, and I brought up the idea of how, yeah, we're still wearing masks around here, and they just were blown away. Oh, my God, it's like the COVID never existed around here. There are lots of, part of the, parts of the country. I know some of you listening right now. It's like the COVID never existed. You can't even believe that there are places where people are still wearing masks. Yes, I was. Uh, I picked up my new glasses. Remember, that was my New Year's resolution to get new new glasses. Yeah, and here you are, January third, and you have them. I wait enough. checking the calendar, and I finally have new glasses. But they're good looking specs, by the way. Man, they were hardcore. With the masking and the only a certain number of people in the building at a time, and uh, wiping everything off after you touch it. But there are parts of the country where nobody's doing anything. COVID is a distant memory, man. Those were weird times, weren't they? And the CDC ruling for you can't boot out a tenant who hasn't paid rent applies to everywhere in the country. Right. Despite, it right. n- n- doesn't matter how much COVID you got. The COVID thing's a hazy memory for large swaths of the country. The person, and actually two counties away from you as well. But. The person who hasn't paid you rent this month for your rental, which you make a payment on, you got to pay the bank. For that place, mm-hmm. unless you're one of the crazy rich people who pay cash for these sorts of people. Most people are making a payment. Um, your renter doesn't have to pay rent. The, your renter hasn't thought about COVID in months. If they ha- if you told them to put on a mask, they wouldn't know where to find one. It's been so long. But they don't have to pay rent. Right. right. Crazy. Meanwhile, in Cal Unicornia, swimming in cash from an unexpected budget surplus and federal stimulus money that's not so oh, interesting. Let's just stop right there. Here's our here's our federal system uh, financially these days. You have a state with a budget surplus, an unexpected boom in revenue, and also taking billions of dollars in federal money from other taxpayers. That's an interesting system we're running. Anyway, uh, California is planning a rent forgiveness program on a scale never seen before in the United States. A $5.2 billion program in final negotiations at the state legislature would pay 100% of unpaid rent that lower-income Californians incurred during the pandemic and would be financed entirely by federal money. The federal money? Yes. Uh, Yes. Take that, other states. And, um, and, and the other side of the coin, it's easy to forget. Low in, lower income people, and you don't have to be poor. If you earn 80% of the median income, you can still get A. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. But, but the other side of the coin is usual. Those stupid, stupid poor people who did pay their rent. Oh, yeah. That's the best part. That's the best part. That's the best part. Whenever they do any of these bailouts, similar to when this eventually happens and they wipe out all the college student debt loan, all y'all who paid years down or worked a job and paid while you went or whatever, sorry. Sorry for making the sacrifice and doing the smart financial thing. Sorry, you got screwed. Right. And those of you who decided, no, I'm going to pay my rent. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to skip vacation this year or whatever. I'm going to pay my rent. No, you are, you are a moron for doing that, you see. And one quick example, in San Francisco, which is admittedly a very, very expensive place to live, a family of four that makes $146,000 would still qualify to have their rent erased. 146 gur. How much wealth redistribution are we going to do around this virus? Quite a bit. Trillions of dollars worth, apparently. 
Oh, well, if you never let a crisis go to waste, a global cataclysm, I, you're going to completely restructure the way the, the, the entire country works. Uh, coming up, we need to mention if you're a window, Windows user, not Windows like looking out of your building to see what's outside. But I was going like, to say every day I am. But, uh, like the computer program, you'll definitely want to hear this. One of our most famous singing stars has uh, impregnated four women in six months. Yeah, I heard that. Seems like plenty. And why Eric Adams, who's likely to be the new mayor of New York City, may be the face of the Democratic Party. And I don't think that's good news for Republicans if he ends up being the face of the Democratic Party. Is it good news for America? Probably, yes. Okay. And uh, which, you know, I should care about. Our text line is 415 with the Getty and also the, uh, the uh, let me get Positive Jean, here he is, and he's... You know, he said, I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't want to do the Getty, and I don't want to do in terms of terms Armstrong of or any of that. <laughs> or any of that. Our text line, 415-295-KFTZ. Armstrong and Getty. After disappointing sales, Dunkin' Donuts has pulled the Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich from their national menu. Yep, Dunkin' was shocked plant-based foods didn't appeal to the same customers who eat strawberry frosting for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that hit close to home there. <laughs> um, I was waiting for you to bring up your, was it five donut performance the other day? Yeah. Hey, I just want to throw this out there uh, for people in other states, if you know anything about this, if you're an eyeglasses wearer. So I got new glasses yesterday, and one of the reasons that I'd been hesitating is the last couple of times I've got glasses, I can't see out of them is the problem. I don't know if I just got unique eyes or what, uh, but anyway, I just I can't see out of them. And I can't see out of these either. Now I've spent thousands of dollars on glasses that I can't really see out of. And all I want is the reading part. Right. I'll just I'll deal with my vision's not that bad for the above the bifocal part. But in the state of California, it's against the effing law for them to make me a pair of glasses that are just the bottom part. What? Because my prescription is for distance. And uh, I've got a tiny little bit of uh, uh, adjustment for distance. Yeah. And then I've got uh, the needing the reading glasses because I'm over the age of 40. But they have to do. As your prescription said, I've even taken in my old glasses and said, make them like these. I can see out of these, but the frames are so beat up. No, that's an old prescription. We need to use your, it's against the law in California. Is wow. that, is that a federal law or a California ridiculous thing? It seems to me as against a, the law. I know. How's your as, utopia coming? I along? know. Isn't that crazy? It seems to me as a libertarian, I should be able to say, I want them however freaking strong I or weak I want them to be. That's All bizarre. Right? I'm sure it's some BS California law. Somebody crashed a car and they blamed their optometrist or something. I don't know what. But it's against the law. I've tried several times. I went over to the mall and I said, can I just get the bottom half of the prescription? I just want the reading part and then leave the other part clear. Can't do that. It's against the law. Wow. So I went to enough places and they can't do it. So they went ahead and did the whole prescription. Now I can't see. And so I keep taking these off because I can't actually see out of them. But I just wondered if other states are that way. It seems like such a crazy California thing to me. Uh, I don't know. That's Anywho, just nuts. Yeah. 
So this guy Adams is going to be the mayor of New York City, it looks like. A couple of things that I thought were interesting. Someone pointed out that he has 14,000 Twitter followers and Andrew Yang has 1.9 million. When are politicians finally, or the, or the media, going to finally catch on to the fact that Twitter followers and Twitter is not the real world? Right. Just that isn't. is striking, though. Yeah. Yeah. He's got 14,000 Twitter followers. Nobody's yeah. been pay- hanging on every word he tweets out. That's not the way these things actually work. Kamala right. Harris had lots of Twitter followers. She didn't get anywhere in the primary. Oh, that's right. That uh, that lunkhead is at the border today, right? we got to track that. Live team coverage. But so yesterday, Eric Adams gave a speech and came out, the former police chief, saying, America is failing in running cities, which he's right. Wow. And he declared himself the new face of the Democratic Party. And said, adapting his, adopting his anti, that's another word I get wrong, adapting and adopting, I get wrong all the time. They're so uh, close. He said, ad- adopting his anti-crime agenda was the only way for his party to turn its fortunes around nationwide. It was his first public address that he gave in yesterday, given yesterday. I'm the face of the Democratic Party. If the Democratic Party fails to recognize what we did in here in New York around crime, they're going to have a problem in the midterm elections. And they're going to have a problem in the presidential election. I thought that wow. was a pretty bold statement to come out. And instead of coming out and like trying to bring in the the, the left half because that socialist finished second, instead mm-hmm. of coming out and trying to like bring them in, no, he went further down the road of I'm the face of the Democratic Party and this is what we need to do all across the country. Well, and it's striking to me that he didn't merely state what he believed and let people say, "Wow, that's in contrast to other Democrats." No, he stated that. This is not what Democrats are saying they ought to start. He's trying to be the huh. bring along the law and order wing, which I think is probably the majority of the Democratic Party. I think he's probably right about that. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Microsoft this week became the second U.S. company to reach a market value of $2 trillion. But remember, the first was GameStop. <laughs> uh, so Apple, I believe, was the first. And then uh, Microsoft now worth $2 trillion. Microsoft is having their biggest update in many, 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 many years is coming. To uh, Windows? To Windows, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, if you're a Windows user, be ready for that, I guess. Be ready to complain. That'd be my guess. The biggest redesign of Windows in six years is coming. So, Oh, boy. Yeah. Surely they've learned from the mistakes of the past, the uh, regrettable versions of Windows nobody even wants to talk about. So we've been on this theme, well, for 25 years, but certainly the last couple of weeks of uh, pretending that we have bigger race problems than we have. Or pretending that we have, pretending we have, we have more problems with anti-Asian crime, pretending we have more problems with, uh, violence and hate against gays, pretending we have more violence between the races. It seems to be a staple of cable news and a lot of political pundits. And it's gonna lead to more of what you're decrying, which is weird. I mean, you're acting like we've got a race war, which could lead to a race war. Right. By exaggerating things, et cetera, et cetera. Here's another example of that. Oh, remember the last weekend, um, guy at a uh, gay pride parade. This is gay pride month. Guy at a gay pride parade plows his car into some people immediately. Cable news, everything I was reading online was about a hate crime against, uh, homosexuals at a pride parade. 
didn't matter the facts that were pretty easy to get pretty fast. That was an old guy who was gay and uh, ran over some of his gay friends by accident. He's like an 80-year-old who hit the gas instead of the brake. It's just a tragedy. But it had nothing to do with homophobic hate. Nope. Joe Biden today is going to sign a law designating the Pulse nightclub site a national memorial uh, as part of Pride Month because of the anti-gay shooting that happened there when that uh, Muslim extremist went in there and shot and killed, geez, how many people that night? It was just absolutely horrible. Unthinkable, yeah. The problem is it was determined in the trial three years ago when his wife gave testimony. This is from Vox. Vox is not a right-leaning outfit. I'd say. New evidence shows the Pulse nightclub shooting wasn't about anti-LGBTQ hate. The trial of the Pulse nightclub shooter's wife dramatically changes the narrative about the deadly attack. He killed 49 people that night. Just awful. It's the second worst shooting ever, right? Outside of that Vegas thing. Mm -hmm. Just awful. He had no idea it was a gay nightclub when he went in there. And there's enough testimony from his wife and others and looking at his records on his computer and everything like that. He He didn't have the slightest idea it was a gay nightclub. He was a Muslim extremist whack job who was also mentally ill who just wanted to kill a bunch of people. So Joe Biden commemorating that during Pride Month and giving making it a national historical monument to you know like it's the 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 Stonewall is that the name of the bar in New York right yeah for instance yeah um uh, it wasn't that you're not it doesn't help anybody it doesn't help gay people doesn't help straight people doesn't help anything to pretend that 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 fifty gay people were murdered because they were gay when they weren't well you're wrong it helps Joe Biden. It solidifies his bona fides with the gay community. It's a, it looks good. The truth does not matter. You know, whipping up uh, angst and hate and fear does not matter. If, if he gets what he wants, if the Democrats get what they want, that's what they're after. So for the rest of they're eternity? They're utterly amoral. You, you, you've been around the country, been around the world where you see plaques. You mm-hmm. assume they're accurate. So is there going to be a plaque there that says, you know, on so-and-so date... A man went in and killed a bunch of uh, people who just wanted to dance and be who they were that night. And because they were gay, they gave their life. No, that didn't happen. That's not what happened. It's known that that's not what happened. Right, right. Okay, fine. Whatever. There there are a number of examples like that, too. Pretend there's more hate than there is and see if you end up with less or more. We'll do the experiment. They don't care. They don't care. It is an utter lack of, A, regard for the truth, and, B, uh, taking any responsibility for what their actions might bring. It's it's disgusting. Boy, can you imagine having the job of digging through that rubble in that building collapse in Florida? Oh, well, it's still a rescue mission. I right, mean, right, because they're still hearing sounds, and they, 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 they hope it's people, and sometimes it is, and they've rescued a bunch of people, including kids. And the first responders are taking enormous personal risks, too, because that uh, the pile is unstable. The building is clearly not stable, and but they're doing God's work there. Good for oh, them. You, you there's there's, there's the, uh, the polar opposite in terms of humanity of the people who would exploit tragedy for their gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, certainly hope uh, most of the unaccounted for people were merely away or out of town yeah. and, and are not buried well, under yeah, the rubble. You remember when the Twin Towers fell, the number started at, like, what was the number that we started with? Tens of thousands of people that we thought might have been dead when those buildings fell down. And uh, and the number just shrank and shrank and shrank and shrank as you, you found more and more of them. And it took a long time to figure out who and was and wasn't in that building. So hopefully in this case it'll be the same, where you'll find out a lot of those people weren't there. I hope. Coming up... 
looks like an incredible breakthrough uh, fighting one of the scariest kinds of cancer. Also, Jack brought us a story. turns out to be fraudulent, and I will call him on his inaccuracies. Stay with us. I sure hate for that to happen. (laughs) First, though, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. You know, their founders came up with the uh, first security system in their kitchen. They've been perfecting it now for 15 years to the point where Simply Safe Home Security is the best home security system you can get, according to the magazines and the experts. It's less expensive, and it's easier to use. Yeah, so you go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You click around for about two minutes to customize the system for your home. It's going to come to your house. You're going to set it up yourself. Now, you're not making an appointment with people showing up at your home. You're going to set it up yourself, and it's easy. You have any problems? Somebody available 24-7 with Simply Safe to help you set it up, but it's going to be easy. Trust me. That's where this whole Simply Safe thing comes from. Easy to set up, easy to use. And if you think you're getting kind of a junior version of security, that's not the case at all. It's won all kinds of awards from all kinds of publications as the best security system you can get, period. Fire, burglary, break-in, you're protected. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, customize your system, get a free security camera. It's a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I have this weird thing I've had my whole life. I should talk to a therapist or psychiatrist, somebody about it. I've had this weird thing my whole life where things that aren't true make me insane. Like they, they they just they 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 break my brain. Um, for they, instance, well, the, this thing with the nightclub shooting. perpetrating an untruth like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, that just it just it upsets me. Like, yeah. I, I can't I can't stand that you're saying you're you're saying one thing and the it, the truth is known and it's a different thing. I, the only reason I'm so coldly rational about it is that I'm the same way and it it makes me insane. So I have to step back from it. That somebody could be that evil for their own gain. It doesn't shock me. I mean, I've kind of caught on How many people, by this point in my life, but it does horrify me. So I assume there'll be some sort of ceremony there at uh, the Pulse nightclub. I don't know. Is it still open or did they tear it down? I don't know what happened there. But uh, I assume there'll be some sort of ceremony. Um, and every single human being involved, from President Biden all the way down to the person that made the plaque, probably knows that that shooting had nothing to do with being gay. But we're going to go ahead and act like it did. I guess so, yeah. Fits the narrative. It's useful. Okay. It's useful. I didn't follow the trial of the uh, the wife, so I'm not as up on the facts as, as you seem to be. Um. But yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Well, Google it; you'll find it everywhere. Include I picked Vox just because it's a lefty outlet, but you can oh, find right. it everywhere. Yeah, you're recording Vox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is this is actually pretty good news. Pharmacy students at the University of Findlay in Ohio um, are working on a new groundbreaking treatment for uh, glioblastoma. The most aggressive form of brain cancer develops mm. in the brain or spinal cord, nearly impossible to remove. Oh boy. Five year survival rate less than ten percent. It's it's a it's a killer. Oh, it's a terrible, terrible disease. Um but they've discovered that drug compounds uh, with a molecule called chalcone, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um it's something actually found in curry, the food curry. And they've discovered chalcone has anti inflammatory properties as well as anti cancer properties. And they've uh, developed a new compound. Eastern medicine, man. Eastern medicine. 
Well, it's kind of it's east and west. All right, all right. It's a it's a combination, but RK15, they call it. One of the major breakthroughs about this compound is its selectivity. It targets only the brain cancer cells while sparing the healthy brain cells. And the other thing is RK15, for some reason, penetrates the brain-blood barrier, the triple B, which I know nothing about. It's the brain's defense system. Um, so it penetrates that barrier while also targeting the resistant cancer cells. Uh, team of researchers said this makes RK15 100 times more selective toward the infectious cancer cells, uh, et cetera, et cetera. They said it takes about 15, 10 to 15 years for a new drug to get from the lab to the patient, and they're on year two. What could be an enormous breakthrough. And who knows? They may, they might find that this, uh, this compound is useful in other forms as well. So. Uh, science, in spite of its uh, failings and dishonesty in the past year and a half or so, is continuing to do wonderful things. Speaking of science, I don't remember the whole XY, X chromosome thing from uh, junior high biology. We received a, a rather interesting email on that very topic overnight with a couple of links. I've been reading about it. What are dudes? Uh, XY. And then what are women? XX. Okay, and so uh, New York just announced that they're going to have X as an option on their government-issued IDs. So what is the X, then? Mm, I don't know. Just you're not declaring. Uh, there are also people who have XYX what or XXY, I was reading. They're you're like considered that guy inters. You're like that guy that from the torso up is a person and then from the bottom is a motorcycle? That I see yeah, or a horse. Depends. Or a horse. <laughs> no, you idiot. No, you idiot. You're, you're considered intersex. <laughs> you might have testicular tissues and ovaries. Uh, your external genitals may be ambiguous or kind of both sets. Uh, there are all sorts of variations of hmm. But that's uh, considered being intersex. Oh, somebody probably sent you that around the whole trans athlete thing, I'm guessing. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, they were reacting to the statement that you're either XX or XY. If you're XY, you you can't play XX sports. Okay. And they they just mentioned that there's a third variation. It was very interesting. We appreciate the info. Uh, Because it's accurate info. Unlike the crap you were feeding us the other day. I wondered at the time. (laughs) I wondered at the time. time. The South African lady who had ten babies. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I said, are you sure she's not a dog? People don't have ten freaking babies. I, don't, I might have read that out of the Weekly World News. I don't even know where that came from. Well, the South African mom who claimed to have given birth to a record ten babies was not pregnant at all, according to a local government inquiry. <laughs> so close. <laughs> uh, uh, so she either the, set the world record for the most babies or was not even pregnant. No, she, she had just bring uh, out no ten babies. kids from a local school. Uh, she no, she was taken in for a seventy-two hour psychiatric evaluation <laughs> that was extended by a week. Jeez, oh, and that's that's her second biggest problem. <clears throat> her biggest problem is that her last name is Sithole. Oh wow, that's, that's oh, an unfair. Yeah, that is that's, the worst name I've ever heard. Boy, what a musical moniker that is. Dad, you got to change your name. Thamara Sithole. Hmm. Wow, claimed to have given birth to decuplets. That'd be ten babies at once. See, the only reason I threw that in. Yeah, apparently there's a word for that, even though it never happens. Yeah, it's good to have. But a word in case for... it does, we're ready. Speaking of babies, oh my god, are... it's decuplets. I don't know who Nick Cannon is. He's a singer of some sort. Uh, correct. He's yeah, he was married to Mariah Carey at one point, and he hosts various dopey shows on VH1 and such. Also correct. He has had. He's fathered. Th- fathered. He's impregnated. 
women. He's fathered three children with two different women since December and a fourth now on the way with a third mom. So four kids with three different women in six months. And he seems to be happy about that. Yeah, he's very proud of himself. That is is something. I know in some cultures, subsets of our culture, it is like manly to impregnate women. I think impregnating women without the plan to be around to be the dad is not only not manly, it's the exact opposite. It's 100% opposite of being manly. It is it is ignoring your duty to be a father, because there's no way you're going to be a father to those kids. No, it's a betrayal of the most sacred trust you can enter into. You are a scumbag, not somebody to look up to. I once heard it said, and I believe it, any boy can make a baby. It takes a man to raise a child. Uh, no doubt. Interesting stuff about Taiwan that maybe you've uh, not heard. Remember the Apple Daily in Hong Kong closed down the other day? The democracy newspaper in Hong Kong, Chinese arrested everybody and closed them down. They're still open in Taiwan. Apple Daily is still open in Taiwan. Interesting nugget about that coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Thank you, Will. You've always been such an amazing friend to my show. Yes, about that. Um, you know, I was there for your final late night show and your last Tonight Show episode, and, and now this one. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of become a tradition. I'll tell you what it is. It's f-ing exhausting. <laughs> Could I just pre-tape a, a few goodbyes and uh, and you could just use them whenever your next several shows flame out? <laughs> Congratulations on an outstanding run on your HBO Max show. Some people will say six episodes isn't a lot, but you packed enough entertainment in them for eight episodes. It's, it's me, Will. And I, I just want to say we all deeply miss... Your late night talk show on Al Jazeera Network. (laughs) Will Ferrell on the last episode Uh, of Conan O'Brien pointing out that he's been on the last episode of other versions of Conan's show. So that is kind of funny. Yeah. But Conan's not going to do this sort of thing anymore. So that's why it's the end end. Yeah. I love Conan. I really do. I love him as a talent and a writer and the rest of it. I just never got a chance to watch his TBS show. Just never worked it into my schedule. I feel like I missed a great party. So, hour three, we're going to talk to Lon Chen, who's one of the better political pundits around, because we're going to ask the question, I want to know what the answer is. Why did Joe Biden come out yesterday with a bunch of Republicans and Democrats behind him and say, we have reached a bipartisan agreement? Then, like five minutes later, Nancy Pelosi said, there's no way I'm going to pass that. And then Joe Biden comes back out and says, well, we're not even going to try to pass it until you do this other stuff. What? Well, and especially the first go-around, he, he made a speech about what a great achievement it was, and bipartisanship was back, and this shows we can get stuff done. Then five minutes later, it's nothing's done. Nothing's done unless they pass this other stuff. Will, Did Nancy threaten his life or, or I don't yank his chain? Or, or were they not communicating? We'll, we'll, we'll play the clips and everything. It's, it's confusing. It's one of the weirder rollouts of a major bill. I mean, this is we're talking trillions here. Well, Politico described it as having the earmarks of a cluster, you know what. Sure looked that way. What's happening? Jay Nordlinger is a writer for National Review, and he tweeted out yesterday, What is the point of Taiwan? Why ought it be separate from China? Here's one reason. 
The, twi- the Taiwanese edition of Apple Daily will continue to publish. That's the kind of thing that happens in a free country. In an unfree country, China, the paper was forced to close. We re- talk- told you about this earlier this week. Apple Daily, pro-democracy newspaper, been in Hong Kong for 30 years. China, now that it runs Hong Kong, arrested the editors and locked the doors. So they banned a newspaper in Hong Kong. Well, it's still going on in Taiwan. And uh, Jay Nordlinger goes on to say, I once visited the offices of Apple Daily in Taipei. That's the capital of Taiwan. In the lobby sits a bust of F.A. Hayek. The founder of Apple Daily, Jimmy Lai, is a great admirer of the great classical liberal who's a hero to conservatives all over the world, Mm -hmm. and and certainly in America. Lai has been imprisoned by the Chinese authorities, and with the bust, there is this inscription. The inscription comes from Hayek's Nobel Lecture, when he won the Nobel Prize in Economics. The recognition of the limits to his knowledge ought indeed teach the student of society a lesson of humility, which should guard him against becoming an accomplice in men's fatal striving to control society. In other words, you don't know much about the way to run things, do you? No, I don't. Then why would you think a group of other people do Right. and put them in charge of anything? Right. And that bust sits in the lobby of the Apple Daily in Taipei. It is a uh, not a good thing if China takes over Taiwan. No, it's not a good thing for humanity, no. not to mention the millions of people there. And in theory, our military would come to their rescue if China tries to take it. We'll see. I don't well, know. I hope we don't see. I hope we don't see, right? I, heard... I, I hope Chairman Xi, for all of his uh, smarts, thinks, you know, that could cause problems. Why don't we concentrate on what's happening in our homeland? Let's oppress the Uyghurs for a little longer before we get to the Taiwan episode or project. Was it a cluster blank, like Politico said, the big rollout yesterday from Joe Biden and Nancy and everybody? We'll talk to Lon He Chen about that coming up. Hour three. Armstrong and Getty.